Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Online Coaching Podcast, the place where we talk about everything online coaching, including marketing, business models, tools, and mindset. Hey, this is Stephanie. I wanted to jump in before we start today's great episode and let you know that I have just opened up my calendar after the holidays and I'm currently onboarding new clients who will work with me till the end of the year to create an amazing, successful 2023. But listen to this episode first. If it raises questions, just go to stephaniefitene.com call and book yourself a free consult. And now let's dive straight into today's episode. Hey, so welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to talk about marketing for coaches. Now, a lot of coaches understand that building a successful coaching practice is mostly about marketing. Now, of course, you need to be very good at what you do. And I highly recommend that you really focus on getting really good at getting client results. But the other half of your business is marketing. Marketing is extremely important because it's going to put you in front of the right people and it's going to make sure that your business not only survives, but thrives and grows in the long term. There are two things that every successful coach knows about marketing. The first is that marketing for coaches is not just about getting people to see what you're selling. It's also about building authority and building trust. Without these two things, you cannot become an influential coach. You cannot become a coach that people seek out to resolve their problems. The second thing successful coaches understand is that you have to listen and measure and look and plan and oversee your marketing. You cannot just throw spaghetti over the wall and hope something sticks. I mean, you can start that way for sure. And we're going to talk about this in more depth in just a minute. But measuring to know exactly what's working so that you can focus on what is working and multiply those efforts is going to be extremely important. What works for one coach is not necessarily going to work for another. Even if your target audience looks similar, even if you seem to have really similar packages, it's not going to necessarily work in the same way. Audiences behave in different ways. People have different strengths. Coaches attract slightly different kind of people, even if on the outside we look like we're kind of selling the same thing. And I have worked with especially a lot of life coaches that seem to be on the surface, they seem to be selling the same thing, but it's always a slightly nuanced, slightly different kind of audience. So never take it for granted and just copy the competition. If you measure and listen to what's happening in your own marketing and then focus on what's working, you will be successful. You will take your business where it needs to go. But of course, before we can measure and improve what we're doing, we need to make sure that we have the right basics and that we have tried those marketing strategies that actually work for coaches. And that's what we're going to go through today. The first strategy I want to cover is blogging. And you've definitely heard of this. Of course, blogging has been around for a couple of decades at least. And it's one of those key strategies that a lot of coaches who are the millionaire coaches today have actually used to start out. Now, you've probably heard contradictory opinions about this. Some people may say that it's been around for very long and it doesn't work as well as it used to. There are lots, millions of blogs out there. And other people might say, oh, it's really worked for me and I got leads. Blogging 
think is a perfect way for coaches to advertise themselves because it's advertising without advertising. You're building your authority, you are becoming known, you have content for social media, and at the same time, you're ranking in Google and attracting people who are actively looking for you. And these are the kind of leads that convert the fastest. So blogging Yes, I can definitely assure you it still works. It still yields a lot of results. I actually had three discovery calls yesterday. I met three new people I didn't know before. And that's going to happen again today. And it all happened because I have articles that rank on the first page of Google. And it can happen for you as well if you do the right work. But blogging is a strategy that, like many other marketing strategies, it can only work for you if your foundations are right. In fact, this is one of the things that I really go into depth with with my clients, getting the foundations right, which means aligning your ideal client with your packages and also verifying with keyword research and SEO strategies for your blog so that when you write that content, you already know there are people out there waiting for it. And then, of course, when you're going to share that content on social media, it's going to make much more of a splash. It's going to get more attention because you have already checked people are looking for it. So blogging still works. This is why there are millions of blogs. This is why there are more and more blogs each day. But not all blogs are created equal. There are blogs that have thousands of articles and they come from companies that are selling hundreds and hundreds of products. And then there are blogs from service providers like coaches, and these work in a little bit of a different way. And most people will tell you that it's harder to rank a smaller website that has less content. But I beg to differ. Because what my experience has shown is that if you do your SEO really meticulously, you actually don't need thousands of visitors a month. My practice was fully booked with one-to-one clients when I had 450 hits a month. So that is how little you actually need. You don't need so much as long as all the people who visit your website from search engines are coming there for the right reason. Because people who come from Google are action takers. They're really trying to resolve their problem somehow. So when they come to your website, all they're doing is trying to gauge whether your solution might be what they're looking for. You don't have to warm them up like when you do social media posts and cannot put that much information and you need a lot more posts. Now, I'm not saying that social media is a bad strategy or a strategy you should never use. Social media does have its place. But as a coach, you're going to benefit more from writing articles that show people your expertise. You're going to warm up your audience much faster than if you had to write a lot of different social media posts. You know, you also have the the advantage with blog posts of actually going back and improving those posts. So social media does not give you this opportunity. If you write a post a day and your post tanks, then yeah, you know, you kind of start tomorrow again with a clean slate. If you stop your social media, the algorithm kind of punishes you for it. You have to start your consistency again and it takes you time to get better. With blogging, you don't have any of these problems. Plus, you have the advantage that when people come to your website, you have their undivided attention. There's no adverts or friend notifications popping up. So definitely, I would advocate if you can write, start with blogging. If you don't like to write, you can always start with video or podcast and then have the written version of that on your website. You can turn them into blog posts and you can still leverage the same strategy. So it's not just for people who love to write. It's also for people who can hire writers and people who can do videos and podcasts. 
So blogging is a great thing to start with, especially if you're just starting your practice. And then the next thing to move on to is to start thinking in the long term, because it's great, you know, you can start off with organic marketing in terms of blocking. And what happens is that people will come to your site and they will start booking your discovery calls. This is ideal for booking one-to-one in the beginning. And then you're going to want to have that extra traffic and you want to collect this extra traffic because you're going to get maybe 2 to 6% of people who come to your website who actually book that call. And the other ones, you're going to have so many people that are just going to visit and they are maybe not ready. They don't decide to jump on a call with you. So it does help to have a pop-up with a freebie and a little funnel that's going to help people in the long term, that's going to warm them up. They were already pretty warm. They were kind of looking to take some sort of action because they came from search engines if they came through your blog. There might also be people who came maybe from social media when you shared your blog posts. What you want to do is you want to harvest this traffic. You want to have a funnel. You could have an entry point to this funnel, which could be a free PDF. It could be a free webinar. It could be a free mini course. And when people join, you not only educate them and warm them up about the kind of things you help your clients with, but you also take them to a place where you help them get to know you a little bit and then you invite them on that call again. So you always want to make sure that you are growing your list and at the same time, you are getting more people to jump on a call with you, especially in the beginning of your business. A lot of people advocate email marketing and that's great. But the most important thing is that if you're in the beginning of your business, your goal should be to speak to people face to face. So if you're selling one to one, don't get distracted and create all these $25 products that you can sell to your email list. Just invite more people onto the call. Until you are fully booked with one-to-one, you have no business getting into any other group packages or selling mini courses. The first thing you want to do is make sure that you take your income to a level where you can then get support to be able to create more things. Because what happens is if you start selling all these other things through your funnels, before you have actually gotten fully booked, you're not going to have a lot of income. You're probably going to try and wing it and do a lot of these things yourself. You're going to spread yourself thinly. And when you do that, you're going to really greatly reduce your earning potential. So what you want to do is you want to max out on your one-to-one calls. You want to make sure that you are fully booked for at least two days a week. You want to have packages that cost ideally, I would say, at least between one five and 6,000. So you want to have a couple of packages. You want to book at least about five clients a month or maybe even more. You could go up to 10 clients a month if you wanted to so that you can start making a healthy five figure a month. Once you have hit this goal, you will be over the 100k a year mark. And at this stage, you can hire help to go to the next level. And going to the next level might mean getting help to generate even more leads so that you can channel people into a group program. It could also mean perhaps creating another program and creating an online funnel that you can work in a different way. So you could create a course that people just 
do without your help. They just sort of self-run and you run ads to the funnel that sells this course. Now, you're going to need help to build this funnel. You're going to need a budget to do ads. It's a little bit like when you're launching group programs, if you're going to use a launch model, like the challenge launch model, for instance, where you have a free training and you need to market a lot, you need to inject a lot of money into these launches. This is why I'm explaining. So these things are great to go to the next level, but they can be a very hard first step because you don't have the money yet. So your first stage should definitely be about getting as many people on calls as possible. You want to use Google as much as possible, rank your articles, rank your videos, rank the content on your website. You want to take them to a place, which is your website, that has no distractions because they're going to convert really well. You also want to make sure that you do your content plan properly because When your ideal client is aligned with your program, is aligned with the right keywords and the right content, all the people who jump on the call are going to be ideal clients. And it's going to be so easy for you to close that discovery call. It doesn't even need any sales experience. It's just a matter of understanding, hey, is this person a good fit for what I'm doing? Can I give them results? And the next question would be, When do you want to start? And literally, it's that easy because people are ready to work with you. My closing rate is extremely high. Certain times of year when people are rearing to go, it's really close to 100%. It tends to change a little bit towards the middle of the year, but beginning of the year and end of the year when people are super in their driving force to really work on sort of the next level of their marketing. I mean, I I practically close every client I talk to because people are ready to go and they were looking for my content because they were looking for someone to work with. And this could happen to you and your practice if you create the right content plan You align the messaging of your packages because very often your packages are not going to need changing at all. What's going to need to change is that you have the right maths, that you have the right pricing, that you have especially the right messaging. So it's all about the packaging, what the present looks like from the outside. It's all about the wrapping. If the wrapping is the right kind of wrapping, then you can sell this program because you know that they need it and they have understood that they need it thanks to your content, thanks to what you talk to them about on your discovery call. So it's going to be way easier to get clients. And of course, the great thing about using search engine optimization for your content and getting it out there is that you have a lot of content to reuse on social media. So you can be as active or not active as you want on social media. I say not active because I love to automate. And when you have all that content, it's just really easy to repurpose and automate. And the best thing of all is that it accumulates. It's not like social media. You know, if I post something on social media today and maybe I got a bit of interest, I post tomorrow, I could get crickets and it just keeps going on like this. It's like an empty slate every single day. But with blog posts, if you write a good blog post and it doesn't make it to the first page of Google, you can actually go in and improve it. So every piece of content you wrote is an asset. And of course, you also have accumulation. So if I wrote eight articles this month and I managed to rank two or three, 
and maybe they're bringing me one or two leads a month, next month I can rank another one or two articles and get more leads. And the month after that, I'm going to rank another one or two or three articles and I'm going to get more leads. And this accumulates over time. I have articles that are bringing me traffic that I wrote years ago and they still bring me leads every week. And this is great because if I decide to take a break from my content and have a few weeks off, I can because my traffic is not going to suddenly stop. My leads only stop when I close my calendar. And I do do that at least a couple of times a year when I bottleneck. I am, of course, at the moment shifting and planning because there are ways in which you can still use these leads. And I will talk about this probably in another episode. But for today's episode, this is the message that I wanted to bring to you that it's important to have your core content and to have the written version of that on your website. You SEO it, you make sure your strategy is aligned and you're good to go. You can really build your coaching practice from zero to 100k a year in 12 to 18 months. It is really, really possible. And if you already have a business that makes six figures, but you don't use SEO, you're not using articles, you're not ranking them, you're not using the written word on your website, you can probably bring in an extra 100k in the next few months. So you're leaving money on the table. Okay, so that's that's my message for you for today. As you probably realize, it is something I feel very strongly about. My business is built on this. It's something that I live and breathe and teach. If you want to know more about it, feel free to get in touch with me. Check out the show notes at stephaniefitene.com slash podcast or go directly to book a call with me at stephaniefitene.com slash call. And I really look forward to talking to you again in our next episode. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.